Microsoft promises to fix its cloud security practices, the Mosey botnet mysteriously goes down, Boeing confirms a ransomware attack, and the new CVSSV4 vulnerability scoring system is out. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Katlin Kampanu. Today is November 3rd, and this podcast episode is brought to you by vulnerability management and analysis platform, Nucleus Security. Microsoft President Brad Smith has made a public pledge that Microsoft will improve the security of its cloud products. Named the Secure Future Initiative, the company's commitment comes after hackers have regularly exploited Microsoft products for attacks on government and private sector entities. Smith says the initiative will focus on the use of AI for cyber defence, changes to software engineering and advocacy for stronger international norms. On the engineering side, the effort will improve the company's cloud services. This includes changes to software development processes, identity management and faster response to cloud vulnerability reports. Microsoft will also improve its signing key infrastructure, which was compromised earlier this year by Chinese state-sponsored hackers. The new initiative is intended to evoke a similar pledge made by Bill Gates in 2002. Named Trustworthy Computing, that initiative led to significant changes to Microsoft's security posture and the creation of Patch Tuesday. The Forum of Incident Response and Security Teams has released a new version of the Common Vulnerability Scoring System, the most widely used standard for rating the severity of software vulnerabilities using a score from 1 to 10. Known as CVSSV4, the new standard is a major update from the previous CVSSV3.1 that was released in 2019. New features include simplified scoring metrics, separate metrics for vulnerability response teams, and metrics for OT, ICS and IoT vulnerabilities. More than 300 cybersecurity experts, researchers and NGOs have signed an open letter asking the European Union to drop its new EIDAS regulations. These would force web browsers to automatically trust certificate authorities and cryptographic keys mandated by EU governments. Experts say these changes open the door to mass surveillance and the interception of encrypted web traffic across the EU. The latest modifications were adopted in closed-door meetings and added to the EIDAS text without public debate. Signatories of the open letter include Mozilla, the EFF, the Linux Foundation, Cloudflare, Fastly and VPN providers. The Mozy botnet has disappeared for good after someone removed it from infected IoT devices across the world. The removal took place at the end of August, with infected hosts being first removed from systems in India and then from China. Security firm ESET says the Mozy takedown was executed with a kill switch component that was signed with the malware's original private key. The company couldn't say if the kill switch was activated by the Mozy botnet creators or by Chinese law enforcement enforcement, which detained some of the Mosey authors in June 2021. First spotted in November 2019, the botnet infected more than 1.5 million devices in its lifetime, peaking at 160,000 infected systems in September 2020. 
Airplane maker and defence contractor Boeing has confirmed that a ransomware attack has impacted its parts and distribution business. The Lockbit ransomware gang first listed Boeing's name on its dark web leak site on the 27th of October before the company admitted to the incident. The gang claimed it accessed Boeing's network using an unnamed zero day. A threat actor claims to have hacked and exfiltrated data from Advara, a major provider of IT services to the US healthcare sector. The attack took place on the 25th of October. The threat actor says they plan to leak the data after the company refused to negotiate or pay a ransom. The attack has been claimed by one of the Alpha V ransomware affiliates, and the company's name was listed on the Alpha V dark web leak site on the 1st of November. The European Data Protection Board has banned Meta from processing and using the data of EU users for targeted advertising. The decision applies to all Meta sites, such as Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp and its advertising services. The EDPB says Meta has failed to obtain the explicit consent of EU users to use their data for targeted ads. The EU-wide ban was imposed at the request of the Norwegian Data Protection Agency, which has been investigating the company. Seven of China's top social media platforms have jointly announced that users with more than 500,000 followers will have to list their real names in their profiles. The move seeks to deter social media influencers from criticising the government or impacting global or national affairs. It also comes after China's Central Cyberspace Affairs Commission ordered online platforms to crack down on accounts spreading rumours or fake news. Accounts that don't use their real name will be demonetised and restricted. The Russian FSB has detained two men this week on accusations of carrying out cyber attacks on behalf of Ukraine. Officials detained a student from Tomsk and a man from Kemerovo. The FSB says the two suspects joined Ukraine's cyber efforts, received orders from Ukraine's security services and attacked Russian critical infrastructure. The two have been charged with high treason and face 12 years to life in prison. Zscaler researchers have discovered 117 vulnerabilities across the Microsoft 365 application suite related to support for 3D file formats. All the bugs originate from a library that supports the SketchUp 3D format that Microsoft added in June 2022. Because of the large number of bug reports it received from Zscaler and other researchers, Microsoft temporarily disabled support for the SKP format across all Microsoft 365 apps in June this year. Security firms Rapid7, Census and the Shadow Server Foundation are reporting exploitation of a recently patched Apache ActiveMQ vulnerability. The vulnerability was patched at the end of October and attacks began after proof-of-concept exploit code was published online. The vulnerability is a pre-auth remote code execution bug with a severity of 10 out of 10. According to Census and Shadow Server, there are between 7,000 and 8,000 active MQ servers connected to the internet. Rapid7 says some of the hacked servers were encrypted with a version of Hello Kitty, a ransomware family that had its code leaked online in October. Security firm Splunk has laid off 7% of its workforce, representing around 550 of its 8,000 staff. CEO Gary Steele says the layoffs are part of its agreement with Cisco, which agreed to buy Splunk for $28 billion. 
This is Splunk's second round of layoffs this year, after it fired 4% of its staff in January. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Nucleus Security. Find them at NucleusSec.com.